It's like Wayne Dyer says, when you squeeze an orange, you get orange juice. You don't get anything else because it's an orange and that's what's in it, right? Mm -hmm. So what's in ourselves? Is it pain and trauma or is it thoughts of beauty, peace, calm, and joy? Because we can actually start taking control of that and uh, filling our subconscious with more positive loving thoughts as opposed to fear-based thoughts and then we start acting out of those loving thoughts automatically rather than fear-based thoughts right you guys are going to be so zen after this episode it is just going to fill you with love and hope and just I think even Peony is so special. I just even just love listening to her voice and I find she's just so calming. You can feel the love that she exudes. Um, so she's just a beautiful person and yin yoga uh, has been something that has been very beneficial in my life. It was something I was introduced to by Peony by accident. I just happened to attend a retreat where she was teaching and that's where I found her. I didn't even know about yin yoga which you'll learn more about in this episode, but also as a, you know, through my safety and health career, but learning a little more about the human body as well. When I took my nutrition courses, courses to learn about, you know, the parasympathetic nervous system, um, how we, if we spend too much time in fight or flight mode, which society right now has us geared to be, it actually throws off all our body systems. So, you know, things like adrenal glands start to produce too much adrenaline that your body doesn't know what it's like without all that adrenaline. So it constantly pumps you with this anxiety and panic. And so yin yoga is one of those things that can help your body restore that balance. And it can be hard at first, which we'll talk about being still with your thoughts and your minds. But something like yin yoga is so relaxing and it gives you just the tools that you need to just relax and the best thing is is that you don't need to have a certain level of fitness or understanding of yoga to even begin so i really hope that you enjoy i hope you check out some of her free uh, yoga classes as well as some of her free meditation classes um all the links are in the show notes and i'm not going to say much more because really you need to listen to this episode you're going to love it Hi, Peony. How are you? I am great. Thanks. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining me today. I, I wanted to invite you on because I first took a class of yours through a full day retreat with another health coach earlier this year. And I, I do enjoy yoga, but because of some of my illnesses that I've had in past and some of the whatever, it wasn't always easy for me to hold poses or do it as a workout per se, but you do something called yin yoga, which I had never heard of before or been introduced to. And I fell in love with it. So maybe just tell us a little bit first, before we get into what yin yoga is, maybe just share who you are, what you do and what your business is regarding, you know, wellness and personal well-being. Sure. So um, quite some time back, I, uh, I was going through a very difficult time myself, and I was having some really major panic and anxiety attacks. So I was trying to find a way to cope. And I discovered yin yoga, which was a more relaxing form of yoga. 
and which helped me kind of also relax my mind mm -hmm. as I was doing the practice. And so I did fall in love with yin yoga and it helped me to heal completely from a herniated disc and, uh, and also heal a, a badly broken ankle. So it is a very wow. healing practice, but it also really helped me to heal emotionally from a lot of trauma that I was going through. So that was kind of the beginning of my uh, journey. I got more into yoga. I fell in love with yoga. And um, I do have to say that yin and restore were still my favorite because they are so very healing. Mm -hmm. And I went to go take yoga teacher training. And then I became interested in energy and chakras and energy centers. So I also took reflexology and different forms of spiritual healing, such as Reiki and integrated energy therapy and theta and all those. And I also took a course in Thai massage, which is also about thumbing and palming to try to open energy lines, right? So mm. to me, this all goes together. And I've been working together with what has kind of become my signature combination of reflexology, Thai massage and energy healing together, because I find that it's very powerful to do that together. Mm -hmm. And I've seen a lot of people healing from um, chronic injuries and, um, and a lot of pain and illness. And so my, my job kind of is to help people as much as possible to get started in their healing practice. But the thing about yin yoga that really excites me is that we have connective tissue that goes through our whole body, right? That's called fascia. It connects all of our muscles, bones, and organs. And this can get kind of like a cotton ball, kind of a fuzz if it's not moved and stretched. It can get brittle um, and stiff from lack of movement, from injury and from illness. And as we continue through our life, we get more and more of this stiff um, fascia. And as we age, we think that we have to accept a loss of mobility and some loss of health. But I feel that with this fascia, that this can all be reversed. And I think it's really exciting to realize that our chronic pain is held in our fascia and we can open up our fascia. And yin yoga is one of the best ways to open up your fascia because you have to hold stretches for a longer period of time, like about five minutes and relax within it and breathe within it in order to open that fascia but people don't realize how incredibly hugely important and healing this is because you can just allow all of your bodily fluids and oxygen and energy to move freely and you stop the pinching of nerves and you open up areas that you've had you know stiffness and chronic pain and it's just I wish more people knew that by opening up your fascia, you can just totally change your life and just heal yourself so much. It's really exciting. It is, it is phenomenal. And it's funny because after I took your course, like I had, you know, I had, I've had, you know, five abdominal surgeries in the last number of years. And so my core is very, you know, weak and it's been, you know, decimated a bit. And so yoga was something that I always loved, but it was hard. And then after I took your course, um, I started, you know, just doing videos or watching online and other yogis online doing these in yoga. And a lot of them use props. So like 
I would be on my bedroom floor, just kind of collapsed on pillows. But then the next day I could do more physical activity and I felt more physically healthy than ever before. And I found that so surprising because it is such a passive yoga, right? Like you're not straining your muscles. You're really just holding the pose and then letting your body fall into it, the gravity. Um, so we know that it fixes our fascia, which is 100% true. Um, and then for the soul and the body, what is it about it like it really ties into our parasympathetic nervous system and we mentioned this just before we started recording we talked you talked about how we're always go 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 and I don't think we give ourselves time to mindfully be still and that's part of that parasympathetic nervous system which also attaches to our physical centers too isn't that correct yeah that's really huge so a lot of us end up being in stress mode and fight or flight mode kind of all the time in our society and we're meant to be in that mode only for a short period of time and spend most of our time in the parasympathetic nervous system which is supposed to be our heal relax restore uh, mode so we need to actually learn to come back to that place because that's the place where our bodies and our minds and our spirits can heal because it's all connected when we relax and allow our body that time to heal itself, when we focus on our breath, we can also try to find some space in between our very, very busy thoughts. I often think of our thoughts being like the ticker tape going across the bottom of a CNN channel. It just goes on and on and on. It continues and it often repeats itself. So our minds also desperately need some stillness and some quiet. And that's where we connect to our intuition and to our true selves. So if we can, by focusing on our breathing and relaxing, create some space in between our very busy thoughts, then we start finding stillness and quiet and peace and calm. And you feel like at first you're not really doing anything. Mm -hmm in these classes, but in fact, you're doing so much and it's so incredibly healing. Once you start feeling what it's like to find quiet and stillness in your mind, then you know you need to come back to that. It becomes almost um, a healthy addiction, right? You're like, no, I right. want some quiet time. I was always a person that was scared of my thoughts because they were always running and I you know, run a little deep, I guess and anxiety, which you would relate to obviously as well. So I was always scared. Like I always had to have a TV on or a radio on or just something to fill the noise. So I wasn't completely alone with myself. And now actually, if there's a lot of noise, I prefer to have it still and silent and quiet. So that's a big change. So if someone, you know, resonates with this and they wanted to look into yin yoga and really give it a try maybe they're nervous about being alone with their thoughts or they're nervous about their physical ability what would you recommend to them what would be a good place to get started and familiarize yourself with this <laughs> it started with my free yin yoga practice absolutely yeah <laughs> a zoom and you get a bit of an idea that way you know what it's all about and uh i mean most of us are so over overstimulated, right? Like there's always the TV or YouTube or something on, right? Yeah. And actually hard to turn that off. And it's actually really a big challenge 
to come to a place of quiet. And it's something that we need to learn to do again. And I would also encourage people if they first start doing it and it's really hard not to give up, but to keep trying because it's, it's so worth it. When I went to my very first restorative yoga class ever as a student, I was kind of in a go, go, go place. And I would do more active yoga classes because I kind of felt that that way I was burning off some stress. Mm-hmm. And I went to the restorative class and I, I hated it. I thought, when is this ever going to end? And I thought, oh my God, this is so slow. <laughs> and, now, and now I think that restorative class is the best thing in the whole world ever. <laughs> you know, you know what it sort of reminded me of? That reminds me of when I, like, I, I like trying different therapies and forms of healing. So I had actually gone floating a couple of times. And I remember the first time I went floating, I was just laying there. This is so boring. What am I supposed to be doing <laughs> Right. Then the next, but then, but by the end of it, I kind of got out and I was journaling and I had all these ideas and I'm like, wow, where does all this coming from? So I tried it again. And then I realized sometimes that just doing or thinking nothing actually is extremely productive. It seems counterintuitive, doesn't it? It is because you tap into your intuition and you tap into your higher self and you start getting creative and inspiring thoughts that you can start um, implementing in your life because we need to come to a place of quiet and stillness inside ourselves to be able to tap into our intuition and our our higher self yeah so you do offer can you tell people a little bit about your free in yoga classes and maybe a little bit also about your meditation classes which I've also participated in and they're excellent Thanks. So the thing about meditation is that often it's really hard to get started and it's really hard to turn off your thoughts. And there's a lot of really positive affirmations that you can use that can be really helpful in bringing you to a quiet place also. Now, the thing about affirmations is that we run most of our lives out of our subconscious mind kind of automatically. We have patterns and routines put in there. Like when you get up in the morning and you get ready for work, you don't think about every small detail of what you're doing, right? You just do it and it's programmed into you. And so the thing is, is that we also have programmed into us a lot of things that we have heard or accepted Um, through the years that have been hurtful, like somebody saying that we're not good enough or we're not pretty enough or something like that, right? And so these things come up too, you know, kind of automatically. But if we start listening to and affirming positive thoughts and ideas, if we keep doing that, then eventually it will filter through into our subconscious mind. And so then this is what's going to come up out of us, right? It's like Wayne Dyer says, when you squeeze an orange, you get orange juice. You don't get anything else because it's an orange and that's what's in it, right? Mm -hmm. So what's in ourselves? Is it pain and trauma or is it thoughts of beauty, peace, calm and joy? Because we can actually start taking control of that and uh, filling our subconscious with more positive loving thoughts as opposed to fear-based thoughts and then we start acting out of those loving thoughts automatically rather than fear-based thoughts right Mm -hmm. so yeah so I I feel that meditation is a big part of yoga and uh 
to start with in my classes, it's the breath, right? And trying to find some space with your breath. But as far as a guided meditation goes, I often do affirmations. Yes. And I like to help introduce people to meditation through this. So I have the free Zoom meditation. And also I try to sometimes relate it to how this has applied to me in my life and how this has helped me in my life so that it can be more real for people. So I have the Tuesday night, nine o'clock central time, um, free Zoom meditations that are half an hour, which is kind of funny because they were an hour. And my first feedback that I got was, I can't sit still that long. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, but I mean, <laughs> I think again, people are, you know, I think not conditioned themselves anymore yeah. to sit still. We're we're taught under, you know, the society that we're in that we're not worth anything unless we're producing all the time, right? Right. So it's, exactly. It's okay. Yeah, but it's a really good start. And then the yin yoga has to be an hour because in order to really be able to do yourself a service, I would be doing a disservice to you if I rushed through it, right? Yeah. Because you need to take that time to let everything open up and I mean there's a lot of scientific research that supports that meditation is huge right in helping your well-being so it's something that we can do um, to just become the best possible version of ourselves right and to start healing ourselves too because I try to help people in the healing process by what I do but in the end I like to think that people are empowered to heal themselves and find the tools to heal themselves on an ongoing basis. So that's what I'm trying to do to introduce people to with the free Zoom classes, the opportunity to try it and to keep trying it without necessarily making a financial commitment so that they can see that this does benefit them. And also they can do it from their own home. So it's not a big deal, you know, to go out and go somewhere no it is so handy and like I mentioned that I've used props meaning literally bed pillows it's not like you have to go out and get equipment or anything like that right I've even done it in my bed so like you don't even need a yoga mat if you really don't want to for some of the poses and in yoga which somebody else told me that she was doing the yoga in her bed and I thought (laughs) that was very cute yeah Yeah. you can use really anything for props pillows or whatever yeah when I first oh sorry go on. when I first started yin yoga classes in a gym and restorative and they had no props I got I brought scarves that I had that we used as straps and they worked yeah. perfectly well yeah yeah my dog doesn't like it too much because he's always on my bed usually when I'm doing yin yoga or, or meditating I don't know if you find this you have animals too but my my dog seems to be like want to be right there and he falls asleep so usually I'm on the floor beside my bed and he sleeps with his head off the bed, just sort of keeping an eye on me. And then, but then when I do it in the bed, then he's like, oh, what the heck? Where am I supposed to go now? <laughs> no room for both of us. Yeah. So, <laughs> but there is something about, you know, just being open and free, something about nature comes our way, right? Right. You talk yeah. a lot about nature too, like you enjoy being outside and grounding and earthing. Um, yeah. Has that always been your lifestyle? Are you willing to talk a little bit about some of your personal journey? To- yeah, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Actually, I found that for a while I got kind of stuck in the city and I was actually um, thinking to myself that I needed to find a way to make time to get out into nature more. And this is kind of interesting because I was also at a place in my life where I was thinking, you know, it'd be really nice to have someone to share my journey with and someone to talk to, but I'd pretty much been alone most of my life, right? Yeah. So I said to the universe, I said, you know, I if it's meant to be, I would like to have someone to be close to, but if it's not meant to be, just please help me figure out how to just really tune into the matrix of unconditional love that is in the universe, right? Mm -hmm. And I said, and also please help me to find a way to get out more into nature. And so I, um, I found this new boyfriend who happens to live in the White Shell Provincial Park. Amazing. How? <laughs> gift i know right so i want to go see him so i go out into nature and i go out <laughs> on the lake and i go out on the hiking trails and i really do find that there's a connection to spirit when we when we are in nature and it helps us to find that stillness inside ourselves too and sometimes I go out onto the lake paddle boarding and at first mm -hmm. my mind is just going a million miles a minute and I can't stop thinking about stuff. And then eventually I'm just able to let everything go and just enjoy the beauty of the moment. And then often I do find, you know, intuitively having spirit kind of talk to me, you know, so it's, it's a beautiful thing. It is. And he has, I've seen him because sometimes he is with you on your classes, right? Teaching right. from his yeah. perspective, I guess, from the masculine, which is really nice. Yeah. Was he, was yeah. that, was that how you met? Is he into uh, wellness and spirit like you, or is that something you brought to his life? Um, well, he has a very open mind, which I really appreciate. And he's open to a lot of the spiritual ideas that I have, which basically my spirituality boils down to, I believe in every path that leads to love, right? Yes. And that leads to a higher self and that leads to love so everything that has a basis and a grounding in love and everything that is all about love whatever your path is whatever your way is as long as it's love that it's all good right yeah um, yeah so uh he has always been very active and very physical and of course he loves nature um he's actually a natural when it comes to yoga i actually introduced him to that and yeah and he was very open to it and he was really a natural and so yeah it's something that we can really enjoy together now that's amazing it was like yeah. that's perfect um i had a thought and it of course slipped my head um i wanted to <laughs> that's the way my brain works i have adhd so pretty <laughs> obvious but yeah uh, <laughs> um you know love when you talk about love past to love it is true um i was I've been looking, I have some family and friends with that suffer with addictions, right? And really, you know, learning the, the opposite of addiction, addiction isn't sobriety, it's actually community, right? Like right. It's love that really does heal all. And especially even like when COVID first hit and we're seeing videos in Italy of people singing to each other off their balconies, you know, and just 
ways to connect the human spirit and stay whole in times of uncertainty. Um, like right now is there is definitely a mental health epidemic along with the COVID pandemic. Um, so what are some good affirmations maybe for people or practices if really it is uncertainty um, and maybe they have trouble believing in love? Where do you kind of gear the, how would you start someone on that journey to learn that, you know, they have everything they need. We are all connected. Where would they well, start? There's there's actually a lot of really great um, YouTube videos with affirmations and meditations. There are really amazing speakers and amazing things that are being offered there for free. So I think that's where I would send people really to start um, to start on on their journey. I believe strongly that there is a matrix of unconditional love and intelligence that connects all of us and everything. And to me, that is the spirit of the universe or of God. Yeah. And it is in everything and everywhere. So if you can start becoming more aware of this as being real to you and start being more supported by it, and if you can find the place inside yourself where you can connect with this and realize that you're never alone and that you are loved. So I believe that yoga says that there's an inner light of awareness in each of us. And if we can come to this inner light of awareness by stillness, then we can actually feel and experience the love that the universe has for us. It's mm -hmm. beautiful. Um, and now, so we've talked about love and emotions. Are you able to talk a little bit about, you know, your physical pain that you had? How long were you in pain with your back and how long did it take you to start seeing some real difference? Because now you feel great, right? Like you're yeah. in great health. Yeah, it's amazing. So I suffered through a lot of my life with a lot of chronic pain and depression. Yeah. And so um, I was trying, I've kind of for a while been on my own healing journey, right? And as I learned to heal myself, then it becomes something that I want to share with others. Mm -hmm. And um, so I had, uh, <laughs> this is kind of funny, I had injured myself with a herniated disc, and I think it was in, um, I think it was stretching in Taekwondo. But the thing is, is that when I was quite young, I was quite flexible. And then when I was in my 30s and 40s, I decided that I should be equally flexible. <laughs> <laughs> and I made my body do it. And um, my body didn't agree with that. So I actually had a huge amount of pain, which I felt mostly in my left hip and had been determined that was a herniated disc. For years, I you know, was kind of trying to find different ways to stand, to have less pain. It was really intense and I understand what it is to have constant pain and it's, it's really hard. And I think one of the only things that helps you get through it is the hope that it's gonna get better, you know? And um, so when I first started yoga, I actually was unable to do a forward fold. And I had a great teacher who showed me some really great, really gentle stretches that I could do that I would then just continue to do kind of all the time on an ongoing basis. And I was quite regular in going to the classes also. And um, so, I mean, it, it's something subtle and it's not instant. Mm -mm. So I'm going to say that 
within a, a year, I'm just kind of taking a guess, but I think yep. that within a year I healed completely of the herniated disc. So it is a practice that you have to do. And then I had also broken my ankle in a Taekwondo competition. I had kicked somebody in the head and um, a piece of my ankle bone pulled off with the mm -hmm. ligament. So then even that reattached and it healed, but it always ended up causing me some pain. And often I was really limping and finding it really difficult even to walk. And again, same thing, just with the regular yin yoga practice that healed completely. And probably more importantly for me, it helped to alleviate panic and anxiety attacks and helped to put me into a better place so that I wasn't struggling with depression. So emotionally and mentally and physically, it's just been a really, really healing practice. And then I started taking different courses and different types of spiritual healing. And it's, it's all been my own healing journey, which I then turn around and, and want to help others with. And we, we definitely appreciate you. That's for sure. Um, I know when you're talking about how your body didn't want to move <laughs> when I, because I've had all these surgeries and all this, you know, inflammation and stuff in past, um, my physiotherapist said, we're just, you know, doing what you're doing. And, you know, with these supplemental exercises I was doing for them back in the day, but now with the yin yoga, he's like, what you're doing is you're teaching your body. It's okay to move like that it is right. like you don't have to you're you've been under such stress and trauma that your whole body is like and the minute you move suddenly it's like no we're not oiled and greased like there's mm. <laughs> so <laughs> he says we need to teach you that it's okay to move it's okay to flow right with whatever you need that your body is capable of responding again to do because your body is made to naturally heal right. exactly so part of your body responding to the stress is that fascia becoming brittle and tight and part of the long-held stretches is that you have to actually let your body feel safe enough to open up in the fascial tissue that's why you need time that's why you need breath and um and that's, that's a big part of it in teaching your body to feel safe and opening up rather than closing in on itself and protecting itself. Yeah, definitely. And how far can you forward fold now? Are you like right on your legs, right on the floor, like in half? Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. I can't wait. I actually filled a little video for my community online because when I first started, I was literally propped up. To, I could fold maybe like 20 degrees, like maybe. Right. And I was propped up on all these pillows and stuff. Right. And now I have my bolster, which is this big, and I can fold onto that now. And that's only after, you know, six, seven months, which is pretty amazing. Right. Yeah, it's been. So, I mean, mobility of movement in terms of the flexibility that you need to get through daily life yeah. is very important. And opening up that fascia is hugely important in just getting your body to operate optimally. Yeah. But I do always like to say too, that as you continue with the practice, yes, you are going to get more flexible, but that's not what's really important. Mm -mm. What's important is just that you're working where you're at to open up your body to feel the best that you possibly can. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, and do you prefer to do yin yoga in the morning or at night? Or is there really any time's a good time for yin yoga? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going 
to say, I think anytime, but honestly, especially if you're going to flow into more of a restorative practice, because yin and restorative are often kind of put together a little bit. Yep. It's really nice to do as a, as an evening practice before bed, because you get really relaxed. And then it's just really nice to just have that lead you to bed and to be able to continue in the parasympathetic mode rather than having to jerk yourself out and start being really, really busy. Yes. 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 I agree. I did start a couple of weeks ago doing every other day in the morning before just a short one. And um, I find, and then doing the longer one in the evening before bedtime, but just, you know, 15, 20 minutes in the morning, just to wake up and focus. And I found at work, I have a very stressful job, but it, I found that it really helped me cope with stress. I actually had a better attitude. Um, right. so that's something that continues because I think, you know, life is going to happen to us, but the more we can prepare ourselves to face life and face stress, right. we can't control anybody else but ourselves. Yeah. Um, it's just a nicer way to, to live the day. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You find coping techniques to find that to find that strength and also to find that core of stillness inside you. For a while, I started doing yoga in the mornings before work, and I felt that that was really, really huge in helping me to um, to get through a very stressful day in a more positive way also. But I have to tell you the truth that then I got a kitty who snuggles <laughs> up to my neck and purrs, and now it's really harder to get out of bed. <laughs> I know they're so sweet. Oh my goodness. Um, And I know when I do the morning yoga, my kids are happy because I'm a much nicer mom in the morning when they're all running late and right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, don't worry, you have Gandhi for mom this morning. Yeah. Um, before we end with your namaste, which I want you to share with everybody, um, is there anything else you would like people to know about you or about the practice or where to find you? And I will put information in the show notes, of course. Is there any other thoughts yeah. you have? Um, well, they can find me, you know, in the in the show notes. I always like to hear from people and mm. their thoughts and their feelings and what's going on in their lives. And I always try to respond to people individually and also in terms of, you know, stresses and difficulties that they might be going through in their lives. Um, my business is still small enough that it can be very personal. Best. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I just want to say that, you know, I don't think people are aware enough of how much of a difference that it can make to do both the yin yoga and the meditation, that it can just change your whole life and just change your health from being a struggle to to just being really vibrant so I th- feel like if more people knew that that more people would be doing it <laughs> <laughs> totally you know I heard I don't know if it was Gandhi but someone a famous you know spiritualist had said once you know to get through a normal day I need one hour of meditation but to get through right. a really busy day I need two hours of meditation right, right. Like more time yeah. for stillness to prepare yeah. And that's exactly. a different thought than most of society right now, right? So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and there's another one that says uh, you should sit for meditation for 30 minutes each day. And if you don't have time, then you should sit for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's the yeah. same thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. And um, when, so I'm going to get you to end the recording with this because it, I mean, you didn't make up the words, right? This is just the meaning of namaste. And I really like it because you elaborate and share it in full at the end of each of your sessions. And I think it's really important. So could you share a little bit about why you share it that way? And then we'll, we'll share it. And, and then well, the meaning of the word namaste is very in-depth and it's very loving and it connects us to spirit and when i close my practice with it i mean every word and i want to share with everyone and just really appreciate everyone's beautiful energy and collective energy and raising all of our energy as we come together in practice so Namaste is often used just kind of as a word in yoga, but it actually has a very, very beautiful meaning. So I like to share that so that when I say the word, I'm actually sharing the heart of the word. Mm -hmm. So on that note, my soul honors your soul. I honor the place in you where the entire universe resides. I honor the light, love, truth, beauty, peace, and joy in you because it is also in me. We are united. We are the same. We are one. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you so much, Peony. And everybody, please check her out in the show notes. She has some great, wonderful uh, free classes and meditation and other goodies. So we'll, we'll make sure you get connected there. Thank you very much also. Thank you again, Peony. That was really great. You know, when you mentioned Wayne, Dwyer, Wayne Dyer's quote about, you know, when you squeeze an orange, you get orange juice because that's all within and what happens uh, with us when you apply pressure, what comes out? Is it fear and trauma or is it love and gratitude? And I remember <laughs> once uh, part of my healing journey being so full of emotion that I was uh, afraid to let it go <laughs> that a friend came up to me that I feel really comfortable with, that uh, I love, I feel very safe with. She's someone that's loved me unconditionally uh, for many, many, many years. And uh, she could see the emotion in my face and she goes, you can see it's just brimming right at the top. I wouldn't even need to squeeze you or hug you. I bet you if I just tapped you. And all she did was put a little finger on my shoulder and sure enough, I sobbed like a baby. But And it was embarrassing, but wow, did I feel better after. Uh, <laughs> so I needed a little squeezing. I needed to get a little juice out. <laughs> so that's what it reminded me of. So thank you so much. You are such a blessing. And um, I look forward to hopefully doing some joint events with you next year. Uh, listeners, uh, listen, because there will be retreats and other uh, functions as restrictions lift and it becomes safe to gather in some uh, shape or form. Uh, there will be more things to tap into. But again, please don't hesitate to check out the show notes for the links to her free yin yoga classes and her free meditation uh classes uh the links are all in the show notes you can also find her on facebook instagram her website and even on meetup in winnipeg which is pretty cool 
And as well, if you're looking for, you know, sort of great natural bath and body products, skincare, uh, bath salts, bath bombs, room sprays, you can even get a dish detergent and all sorts of wonderful things, shampoo, conditioner, and it's all there's all refillables available, which is really great for environmentally friendly peeps. Um, you can go to littletreehuggersoap.com or go to Cordon and go to Little Tree Hugger Soap, the boutique store. Um, if you order online, you can just order it as pickup, uh, but you can put in the notes, girl with a flare or Chrissy accordingly, doesn't matter. And uh, that will entitle you to free door-to-door delivery uh, if you are in or near the Winnipeg area. So it's pretty cool. So feel free to go check that out. And uh, again, thank you again for sharing the real meaning of Namaste. And we'll talk to you next Thursday as the next episode drops. Stay tuned. Namaste.